Hey all, welcome back to the podcast. This time I have Elisa Fuliano, a games athlete from Italy. We talk about her development in the sport of CrossFit, her struggles with an autoimmune disease, and what it's like to compete alongside your heroes. There's a lot to say, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Welcome, Elisa Fuliano, yes. to the podcast. It's so nice to meet you. I actually saw you last year at Spring and Depth. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you qualified. Yes, no. it was amazing. It and was pretty amazing. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm still happy right now for, for last year. So we're in C23 in Mallorca. You have been over here doing a training week. Mm-hmm. Yes. With your coach stroke partner. Uh, he's my coach, yes. Um we decided to to come here in Mallorca because um, we knew there were the the guys from uh, the program and we wanted to to share some trainings because usually I I train on my own so I don't have anyone to compare my scores and um, I thought we thought it would be cool to compare with someone who is fighting for the same goal and so here we are. Uh, we stayed from Monday till Saturday, so one full week, full training week. And we, we did some, like, training from our program, which is called the Mantor program, and some other from the program. So, uh, sometimes we did our own things. Sometimes we shared, uh, the workouts with the guys. And it's been amazing to, to see, other athletes while training because uh, we don't usually go around and see other athletes, other top athletes uh, like this. So it's been amazing to see how they train, how they live, a typical day of of them. So it's been quite quite exciting. Oh, I'm so happy to hear it. I I know that um, you are really excellent athlete, but you're also got a lot of other things going on in your life haven't you that you're working as well you're not just training Mm, yes actually uh, I temporarily quit my job last September (laughs) (laughs) yeah so basically I made it to the games uh, while I was working Mm -hmm. I had a full-time job so I was able to train just in the evening like two hours and a half or so uh, when the gym was full and super busy at that hour so it was super stressful because I was tired from the full day of work. I was stressed and still I have to train. I had to train in the evening. So it was not easy, but still, um, I made it to the games, as I said, while I was working and it's been amazing. So after the games, I decided to quit my temporary quit my job. So. Um, my job was to create in mobile apps. Mm. So I'm a digital designer. So yeah. I create apps, mobile websites, um, social media things and stuff like that. And I decided to put it on hold for the moment and see how far I can get uh, with CrossFit. If I can train like two times a day doing the double session of training. And I have to say that I, I can see the difference. I mean, from last 
October that I started doing double session. I really think I got better as an athlete. I'm more mature. I uh, improved a lot. So let's see if this year I can I can make it again to the games. Of course, this would be a dream, but I also have a good plan B with other competitions. So of course I'll do my best, but I I don't want to I, I don't want to feel much down if I won't make it. The, um, I mean, it was such a huge achievement for you as, a, in, as an individual athlete last year. And uh, people were very impressed with the fact that you, you made it to the Games, given, given the fact that you were working full-time. Mm-hmm. And now that you're like, basically living the athlete life, as mm-hmm. they say, do you, is it something that you want to continue to do for as long as you can? Or uh, have you got like a, a long-term plan? Mm, I don't have a long-term plan. Um, I'm just living the present and of course I would like this to go on for a long time but I also know that maybe it could be for three years maybe three four years I hope because of my disease I've Mm. got rheumatoid arthritis so um, actually I I could stop any moment if if the disease is coming is coming back so I take what I can and Yes, of course, I'll do everything I can to make it last longer and longer because this is, I'm living the, the life that I was dreaming. So living a sport and I'm so grateful for that. So I'm really hoping that I can last longer than. How do you manage your condition? What do you take medication or how are you coping with it? Uh, yes, I'm taking a therapy. Uh, last year I was taking another therapy, but after a few months it stopped working. So my pain, usually um, the pain was in my wrist and my hands, my fingers and my feet as well. And it was terrible because I got to a point where I couldn't brush my teeth. I couldn't dress up. Oh, I couldn't drive the, drive the car. So I couldn't do basically anything. And like I was crying all day. I was sure that I had to quit CrossFit and sport forever. So after the first uh, <clears throat> moment of panicking, I found the first therapy that I, I've tried. But as I was saying, it worked just for a few months. Then I've found another therapy, which uh, is the one that I'm still doing now. I'm following this therapy uh, f- since last year. It's one year. And I must say that it, it's okay. When so you say therapy, do you mean medication or something medica- that you're doing? It's pills, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know how to call them. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, the first thing I told the doctor is, it was that I, I was doing CrossFit, so I absolutely needed something that was not... Um, That's not banned. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that was the, the first thing I told him. So, But actually, I think all these kind of... Uh, medications are are okay. I mean, they they're allowed. So that that was the most important thing. And because of the therapy and the disease, I cannot take like any supplements. So so creatine, I, I cannot take like anything. And but still, I I do my best. I work hard. I have this dream, and I will do any anything to to repeat the same experience as last year. Tell me about um, last year when you went to the games. What was it like? Did it live up to your expectations? Tell me about the experience. Um, I was I was surprised because I couldn't imagine how the event was because from TV 
you just see the athletes doing 15 workouts or so, and that's it. So you cannot imagine what's behind the scenes. And it's really, really huge. I couldn't imagine it was so, so big, like the venues and the warm up area. So it, it's been amazing. And being among those athletes, it was like a dream for me because <laughs> I started CrossFit well, last year. I was doing CrossFit for three years. So it was just three years wow. I was doing CrossFit. Wow. Of course, they were my idols and yeah. I was among them. So it was amazing. Like I was there to compete, but also I looked around like standing stand and it was amazing. So when you like, did you feel like, oh my God, I shouldn't be here. I sh how did I get here? <laughs> did you really feel worthy of the place? Just one time I thought this is too big for me. But from the other side, uh, I knew how hard I worked to get there every day. So yeah. I convinced myself that I was deserving that. So, yeah. yeah good. <laughs> I think the first time uh, athletes go um, to the games, often they, like, they get really amazed and awestruck. But also, they find as well, they feel like they, they forget that they're then against the best in the world. Mm -hmm. And that maybe they aren't going to get first, second, third place in a workout or whatever they think they're going to get because everybody's so good. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I know that that can be quite hard mm -hmm. as a rookie to kind of accept. Mm -hmm. So it's great that you're still coming back and you still want to have another go. Yes, yes. So tell me about um, your off-season. What did you do after the Games until now? You did some competitions? After the Games, I took all the months off. So I travelled a bit. In Chicago, we rented the car and we traveled a bit. Then from September on, actually, I've tried the qualifiers for Rogue Invitational. Mm -hmm. uh, I was close to qualified, but I didn't make it. Uh, so we'll try again this year. And I did German Throwdown in November. It's been a beautiful competition in Mainz, Germany, and I won it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Does that feel good? Yes. To say that. Yes, because I knew I could do well, but I wasn't convinced that I could win. I mean, there were some good semifinals athletes, so the level was very high. But I was, uh, as I was saying before, the fact that I, uh, I've been started doing double session of training really, really improved my fitness level. So I have, I had, uh, the German throwdown as a confirmation of this, yeah. of this. So it really paid off. Then in January, I went to Budapalooza in Miami and that was amazing. I think I appreciated it most in the games because of the location, the atmosphere. Mm. Everyone was happy and fitness party. Yes, yes. I really liked it. And I got seventh. Well done. Yes. I had a bit of bitterness. Bitterness? Yes. Because on the last workout, I think I was third or fourth before the last, the final workout, which had double two scores. Okay. And then I finished seventh, but it's, it's fine. I mean, so up, up, like on third, fourth place, and then you dropped. Yes. From the last one. Yes. Yeah, yes. So yeah. Bitterness was bitterness, bittersweet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but actually my, my goal before going to Miami was top 10 and that would have been like super. So actually, if I see that this way, it's it's an amazing result, seventh place. But I I knew that I could do more. But anyway, this is CrossFit. Of course, you can find workouts you you which are not for you. But that that's the good and bad of this sport. Yeah. And then after Miami, 
just the open quarterfinals and semifinals. Yeah. Experience. Here we are. And here we are. So I guess what Berlin's what two, three weeks away. It's not far. Yes, long. three three weeks. I think. How are you feeling? I feel better than last year. I I remember last year before I was in London in yeah. strength and depth, and um, I remember the two previous months I was freaking out. Why? So I started freaking out really soon. Why? Because actually in this year I know I have more pressure on me from the Italian community because many people expect me to go again. Yeah. So actually this year I have more pressure. But last year, I don't know, maybe because I knew that could have been my last competitive year because of the disease. Mm. I don't know. I was maybe the pressure was coming from myself so I was yes I was thinking "Mm, I'm going to make it this year on or or it's never never yes yes so I've put every small bit of uh, energy in semi-finals because I wanted to to do it like more than everything Mm. and um, so I, I don't know I just started to also because it was my really important competition in the European panorama yeah. So maybe also I knew there uh, would have been elite athletes. I have seen only in the comp- in the television at the games. So I don't know. Maybe. What's it like when you're stood next to people like Annie Thurstow to them? I mean, do you feel like, hey Annie, how you doing? Or are you like, oh my god, it's Annie? Yes. Do you get a bit tongue-tied and shy, um, or are you able to say hi? No. I mean, last year I was shy. I was like, I couldn't speak with anyone because I was too excited. (laughs) (laughs) But this year, it's a bit different. I mean, many, many things happened in in this last year. And um, so when I find myself next to big athletes, it's okay. Like I demonstrated that I can be also a big athlete. So I can stay here as well. Yeah, I think that um, it's, it's a very intimidating sport to be in. Because mm-hmm. we have, we all have heroes mm-hmm. that we look up to. Yeah. Can you explain to me? I mean, for people who don't know about rheumatoid arthritis, what actually? How? When did you first get the diagnosis? And um, and why did you get the diagnosis? What was happening before that meant that meant you had to go to the doctor? Um, it's been very very difficult to get a diagnosis because we couldn't understand what was going on. I had really, really bad pain in my wrists and fingers and feet. And sometimes I couldn't walk in the morning when I got up. But the first... For how long? I think about two years before the diagnosis, but not like continuously. Mm. So I got some episodes. Uh, Maybe they were lasting like a few days and then stopped for two months, Mm -hmm. for example. And so that's why we couldn't understand what it was because every time it was a different part of my body. So one time was my right hand, another time was my left foot, another time was my knee. So the fact that it was hitting different parts of my body was really strange and we couldn't understand what was it. So it got worse and worse. So as I was saying before, there were some periods where when where I was uh, feeling okay, but then these periods uh, became more and more like sh- short. Yeah. And um, and then like every two or three days, 
some some part of my body was hurting like very very much like i woke up in the middle of the night crying in pain because i was dying i i felt like i was dying and the fact um was that none of the typical killer painkillers yeah. was working mm. like anti-inflammatory or nothing was working and i couldn't understand why mm. and that was the moment when i thought that it would have been it was something important like yeah uh, so um, i went to some doctors but i've seen like seven doctors seven different doctors but no one could tell me what was it wow yeah so it was really 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 hard times and then actually i remember that my dad had rheumatoid arthritis but now my dad is not here anymore but he had this disease and that's why i started thinking that maybe it's it, it was the same you'd inherited it from him yes yes mm. so i went i went to a rheumatologist yeah and uh yes You're that's it very well in english <laughs> <laughs> and um i did some blood blood exams mm. and the values was very 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 high so it was, it was a no-brainer. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, as I was saying before, I was panicking at the beginning because I remember the therapy that was doing my father. It was very heavy for the um, liver. But thank God in those la last 20 years, this kind of therapy uh, went forward. It's improved. Imp has improved. So now the therapy for this kind of disease are much lighter. So um, I'm so grateful for that. I know it's also difficult to find the therapy that is working for you because I know there are some like 15 uh, different therapies, but you need to find the one that really works for you. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can change therapy like seven, eight times before finding the one that works for you. But fortunately... Until now, I've just I've just changed one time and I'm fine. So I really hope because essentially, rheumatoid arthritis is your immune system yes. attacking you. Yes, exactly. It? Yes, it's like your immune system's got confused. Yes, exactly. It, it attacks the good cells mm. and not the bad ones. So yes, and also the risk once you have one autoimmune disease is that you will get some others. others yes so that's my my fear mm. but for now everything is okay i'm trying not to think about it sorry we're doing an interview that's no it. no it's okay it's okay no i um, i mean i think it's i can i think it's interesting to i mean like so many people actually have this illness. yes so yes in my fact my husband has rheumatism oh yeah it's okay. very painful yeah. yeah yes very very painful yeah. also some as you were saying we were saying before many people uh, text me on Instagram, for example, yeah. when they find when they find out that I've got this disease, telling me, asking me, how are you coping with this? Yeah. How can you do it? I don't want to stop. I've got the same problem, but I I don't know what to do. And I always take time to answer to each one of them because is nice I mean, if I had someone, I could address. When I found out the, about uh, arthritis, I would have been happy. Yeah. So if I can be useful for anyone, I want to do it. And um, Does your training program, does the actual act of exercising help with arthritis? Yes. So the doctor tell, told me that 
I don't have to stop doing sports because sports keeps the joints lubricated. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So if you stop doing activity, is actually worse. And actually, I've noticed this this thing when I was in pain, but I I wanted to train, uh, so I don't I didn't want to stop because sometimes I went to the gym with pain, but I wanted to train anyway. So I started training, and then uh, bit by bit, my pain was going away. So sometimes it got better mm. after training. In the same way, if my hands were hurting, we did like back squat. If my feet were hurting, we did upper body. And so I am so thankful to my coach because he, he's he been perfect. Like He managed to handle this situation perfectly. And um, it's also thanks to him that I've, I've made, I made what I've made. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, thanks to him and you. Yeah, yeah. Because that takes a lot of mental strength, I think, to yes. keep going. Yeah, yeah. It's been very, very tough. Yeah. But I, I also think it gave me the the strength enough to struggle to, to make it, like to fight to get what I want. I think when you're kind of shown your own, I don't know if you understand this word, your own mortality, like you, your own weaknesses, mm-hmm. your vulnerabilities, it makes you realize, okay, I have to go for it now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I meant to ask you a question about the games, which was, I I went to the games last year and it was an incredible spectacle, Mm -hmm. really, really cool to be part of. And I I was just wondering, um, of the events that you um, competed in, which were your favourite events that you did? Which ones do you remember with the most fond memories? (laughs) The one that I preferred was the one with the pegboard and double unders. Oh yeah, you liked that one. Actually, yes. I (laughs) Because... Actually, they've made some mistakes in judging and I was supposed to be first in that workout, mm. but then I got fifth Yeah, just because a judge was not, like, didn't know the correct standard of, of the double oh, under crossover. Right. So they made me do like another movement. Yeah. And then in the five athletes, we went in the, in the final um, set. Yeah. I finished last but actually, it was the, the only one who finished the double unders. Okay. So that was terrible. That was terrible because actually I could have won an event. Yes, you could have won that event. Yes, but because also the speaker was, uh, as a, um, when I rewatched the, the workout, also the speaker was convinced that I won because actually it was the first one who was advancing to, to make it the pistol. Yeah. But, um, the thing was that I was doing the double unders um incorrectly because i was told by the judge that there was the, the right standard oh, right. so the thing that uh so is that's that, really annoying yes because this I, isn't your favorite event then surely but yes exactly. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes it's right you're right the thing is that i started doing the double unders crossover in the right way and the judge told me no is you don't have to do them like this you have to do it in the other way oh god so I started doing in the other way and the, the judge started counting the reps. So basically when a judge on the, on the floor is counting you good reps when actually they're not what is what an athlete do, was yeah. supposed to do. Yeah. So I, I continued doing, um, doing the double unders as the judge was telling me, but of course they were wrong. And that's why I, I didn't want the workout. Oh, so I was close. really, yes, yes. But actually, apart from this, um, I really love the workout because uh, I usually love the skill wor- skills workout. I know that I can do well in those. And, um, what did you think about the handstand push up workout? Let's talk about the standards on that one. 
You mean the one with Echo Bike? Yeah, where you had to where you had to go further. Yes. You couldn't see your point and then you have to come back up again. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Because the judging was pretty weird on that one too. Yeah, I think judging was weird in all of the events. Yeah? Um, yeah, also if you remember the first workout, some guys made one yes, round. Yes, on the bike. Yes, yeah. less. Yeah. And also in the backboard, I, I knew that there were some messing with the judgment i don't know i i wasn't expecting those kind of mistakes at crossfit games but i mean yes the one with the instant push-up it was like it really depends on the judge you you were given like some judge were giving valid reps to reps which were not valid and Mm, vice versa so how do you cope with that when you see that happening i mean can you complain? Can you ask for an appeal, or do you just have to suck it up? Uh, I think the last one you said. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just deal with it. Yes, I don't. I think there there is not much you can do. Mm. I mean, okay. So what was you saying that the the skipping pegboard one was your favorite because you could have won it? Yes. Okay, which was the worst? Was it also the skipping and pegboard? <laughs> <laughs> The worst was the capital. Oh, it was yeah. really, 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 really hard. Yeah, it was very tough. Yes, it was a, the worst workout Heavy I ever. For you, huh? Yes, yes. Also because it was like fifty minutes workout or so. Mm. It was like forty degrees. Um, it was really hot, and um, it was really, really heavy for me. Also because I've never tried the peak. Mm. and we we couldn't try it in the warm-up area so oh. basically I, i've tried it for the first time on the on the field okay. like after three two months ago <laughs> and i remember the first one like i got under the pig and um and after after that like in my in my second pig my contact lenses like got out of my eye oh, no. so it was <laughs> it was already like devastating but and plus i did it with no no like, vision with, yes exactly so it's been really 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 bad i mean from a photography point of view it was also pretty hard to mm. take pictures of the capital because it was at the actual capital it was it was so busy yeah and so it was so difficult to know where to go and where, yeah. place, where should you go like where's everybody go what's the running habit are they starting yeah. there are they going there it was I mean, from if you're watching it from home, mm. I think it was probably really exciting. But yeah. actually, being on the floor mm. in, in, in any capacity, it was mm. it was a very demanding. But 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 I, actually, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was ex- exciting. Yeah, I can imagine it was exciting from outside. But actually, also as an athlete, seeing so many people around, like uh, cheering for you, even if they didn't know you it mm. was amazing like i was literally dying uh, with the uh, who's yeah that was heavy too but they were I'm probably bigger than you yes yes <laughs> <laughs> like i'm 60 kilos and yeah. who's was 70 i think and how tall are you not so much oh, you're like <laughs> one 157 so you're like maybe five foot two or something yeah you're not big no no you're no a small unit so, yeah small but powerful <laughs> yes and, and so it's not easy to even even if you could get the weight, it's actually really hard to hold. Yes, isn't it? Mm-mm. But they really appreciated. There were people who were not like didn't know me, but was were cheering for me, yeah. and that really helped. Medicine came out. 
and yelled at everybody. It was really cool. Yeah. It was a great. I hope. I mean, I wonder what they can do this year that would top that because it was such a good event. Mm. Like from a participation spectacle. Mm. I wonder if they'll put back in open water swimming. How would you feel about swimming in the lake? I don't like swimming at all. At all. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> But. I mean, it's fine. Um, last year I was in the pool and still I didn't like it. So even if it, it will be in the lake, it, it's fine. I mean, just deal with it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I guess this is that's enough for me and you mm -hmm. for this uh, episode of Europe's Corinne. And I'll see you in Berlin. Yes. I'll see wave you at Berlin. you whilst you're kicking the butts of yeah. uh, some of your heroes. <laughs> yes. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Elisa. Go smash it in Berlin. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends or on your social. It all helps the show to grow. Europe is Coming is presented by me, Vicky McLeod, and edited by Marta Vidal-Candel. Until next time, thanks for listening, and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.